Hi, welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply In Order Photo Organising. Imagine you can find any photo at any time at the click of a button. We are here to show you how. So let's get started. Well, welcome back to another episode of DIY Photo Organising. And today we're going to be talking about will your photos survive a disaster? Hi, Chantelle. How are you? Good. How are you? Very well. Um, All right. So we've got a bit of an interesting one today, this episode. What we're going to do is um, Chantelle's got some great um, experience and spoken about this at a few of our local libraries and things like that. So I'm going to do a bit more of an interview of you today, Chantelle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we'll just, uh, you know, we'll just be sharing some of both of our experiences in this area. But we just think coming into our Australian summer, um, it's a very timely um, episode. You know, we've had, um, unfortunately, some experiences in our area that... um, has you know hit disaster and so we just thought it would be a really great opportunity for anyone listening out there even to share with others that might be in other disaster prone areas or had examples or experiences of that themselves so we're going to be talking through what natural disasters are how this you know that, that could affect photos Um, So we'll go through that with you and we'll just talk about maybe what we're calling a plan A, so planning for the worst in a hurry. If there's something urgently that happens that you need to address, plan B, which is preparing for the worst but in an ideal situation. (laughs) So we'll explain what we mean by that. Um, And then, you know, we, we obviously don't want to just keep this all doom and gloom, but we do want to make this a realistic um, episode for you guys to really just be practical Mm -hmm. um, and be proactive and get things Mm. happening first before a disaster hits. So let's jump right in. Um, Chantel, so when we're talking about um, natural disasters, what sort of things have you experienced or do you think that we'll be mm. able to cover and and just you know experiences and yeah. and um a bit of yeah a bit of background and uh, apart from the obvious mm. but um yeah shed some light All on right. that for us so as you mentioned before we were in australia at the time of the recording it's spring so we're heading towards summer and summer in australia gets really hot and dry it's very bushfire prone obviously it depends a bit where you live it might be a bit different when you live up north in the tropical area but even there there you know you you can have bushfires um that destroy so much land Mm. and unfortunately oftentimes also property if not even lives and that's what fiona was referring to before Mm. that um in Victoria, very close to our home, we had the so-called Black Saturday in 2008, February, that destroyed a lot of homes and unfortunately a lot of lives were lost too. So for me personally, I was affected only in terms of um, we live very close to where that happened. Mm. And Actually, I think it was 2009. Two, well, Actually, 2009. Yeah, it's been 10 years. It was just 10 years. Yeah, 2009. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Mm. We were still but, fresh yeah. in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was yeah, really yeah, an eye-opener shock. 
Um, it was very a lot of people. Um, yeah, and it was area. it was really it wasn't traumatic for us because we haven't lost anything. We were lucky in that the the wind turned. Otherwise, our house might have come under attack as well mm. and we would have been completely unprepared because we haven't grown we didn't grow up in that um environment we're mm. not used to that being swiss nothing ever happens there no. <laughs> in terms of natural disasters but um and i know fiona um and yeah. her family has gone through a traumatic Lost yeah, in that very fire. close to home. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, everything was lost. Yeah, and so, yeah. and even still today, you know, it's it's mm. a part of our kind of yes. you know general conversation that oh, mm. we won't have that because it was lost in the fire. It's just yeah, um, yeah everything. Yeah, mm. yeah, I can't even imagine. Mm. How, yeah. It's terrible. So it's real, and it and it mm. um and I think one of the things that we were talking about too, just as far as disasters, is that's where we're at as far mm. as our season coming into that. Yeah. But what other yeah. kind of disasters? I know that we've, you know, within our industry, we hear about mm. this and we talk about this within our you know Apo group um quite regularly we'll mm-hmm. see different things unfortunately that have come up yeah. so some of those things that we you know mm. would consider that as a natural disaster obviously are other things as far as um, water damage mm. so we've got yeah. um you know a whole range of different parts of the mm. world yeah. um and you know that's a real example you know it's it's a real risk yeah yeah is flood yeah. um Hurricanes, hurricane storms yeah. you know mm. even up in queensland if we're mm. in Austra- you know talking just local in australia you know yeah. um a different you know seasons that we mm. have up there as well and, mm. uh, and another one in my family actually we had cyclone tracy which was going back many years now in right. the 60s I that think, was in darwin 70 in darwin yeah that's um, a long time and, ago uh, yeah, yeah my um my family yeah again the loss of home and So that's just again, yeah. So there's a lot of areas Mm. that um, obviously are hit by that. So, Mm. Um, so what are the things we've got? Yeah, um, well, you mentioned flooding, earthquakes. Maybe not so common in Australia, but obviously in parts of America, it can be quite common. Um, And and look in in reality, how big is the risk that we're ever going to go through that? It might not be very big, but on the other hand, to prepare for the worst um, doesn't need to be as bad as it might sound or as much yeah. work as you might imagine. It certainly does involve some preparation work, but it's like with any insurance. Mm. When you have it, hopefully nothing's yes, going to happen. Yes, you won't need it. Exactly. <laughs> you hopefully need you it. won't need it. Um, but it, look, it is just the reality. And, and also it, we're talking about natural disasters today, but... Of course, things can also happen without having a natural disaster. You can have a house fire for other reasons or a flooding. And I actually have a a long-standing client um, who's lost some photos in a house fire. So Mm. nothing to do with any natural disaster, but it's been very traumatic nevertheless. And Mm. it's not only the fire that can be damaging photos or other possessions. It's also... In, in that case, it was actually more water damage mm. from when they from um, extinguished, the, extinguished fire. Mm. the fire and also smoke damage. Oh. Even now, after years that had happened about eight, nine years ago, the fire, wow. you can still 
smell the smoke on the printed photos. Oh. It's quite, yeah. you know, they're a bit um, smoky looking too, but they can be scanned and saved. So that's what we've done. That yeah. that's a good thing. But again, you know, think. Um, further than just our oh, fire and it's all gonna burn and go up in flames it can absolutely be other damage too yeah and not necessarily everything has to be lost 100 percent um and as you mentioned before with the apo there's quite a few photo organizers in the states who have been helping to salvage photos after disasters mm. after floodings um storms uh, where photos got really really badly water damaged mm. and they were able to to restore some um, that's true and i think it's really i think good. it's a really good thing to to let our listeners mm. know on that is because um you know if that has happened mm. You know, don't just throw them out. You know, reach yeah. out for for some help because yes. there there really are some techniques and ways mm. that um, that you can save. Yeah. You know, the photo, the image itself, and um, you know, very important to be keep safe with mildew and wearing masks oh, yeah. and gloves. And you know, there's some real risks involved, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's definitely important to have it done yeah. properly. Yeah. Um, so we would really encourage you. So I think that's why, you know, this episode is really important just when we're talking about natural disasters. Just, um, you know, we've we've always talked about and encouraged to, mm. for people to have a look at their projects and their plans and know their why and they're often, um, you know, just to sort of deal with the mess or to, to achieve an outcome with a goal in mind. Mm. Um, and, you know, this is just an area we haven't really touched on. We'd like to, yeah. you know, really yeah. encourage you to think about that as being one of the, you know, purposes for for mm. organising photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got some some key steps and things like that for you to mm. consider um, to give you, you know, a, a real plan. Yeah. And what to do to prepare. And also the reason why we were talking a bit about what different disasters can happen, that's important to, to have a think about in terms of... Um, how to store your photos or albums because there are containers out there that are waterproof or water resistant um, or fireproof. So they're built for that purpose. Mm. And when you do live in a in a flood prone area, obviously that's what you're gonna look for. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So. All right, so plan A, this is our (laughs) (laughs) prepare for the worst if Mm -hmm. you've got no time. So yeah. if you really just, you know, it's it's an urgent, you've got a very limited time to get out, what are the things to think about and mm. the steps, some of those things to take? What's your yeah. first sort of tips here, Chantel? So first of all, what we're saying, you know, if you're time poor and don't have a lot of time to prepare, so what, what I think is also important to know, you've got time to prepare that now yep. because that does might take a little bit of time to get ready to grab your photos and run, mm. so to speak. Yeah. Um, so it will take a little bit of time to prepare, but then when the fact happens, it should happen fast yeah. because you're ready. So first of all, what I would do is to write down a plan. Mm. Think about a plan. You know your home, you know... Uh, you know the layout. You know where your car is parked. Um, 
So let's, as an example, in my own home, uh, so we've got a garage and a carport, and I would store things that I want to grab when I need to run as close as possible to that door that leads into the garage mm. or the front door, which is very close. Mm. Um, because normally my car is actually parked outside on crit critical days because if the power goes off, I will have to open my garage door manually, which is possible, but, you know, you lose bit, valuable yeah. time. Yep, definitely. So I know this might be going a bit too far. <laughs> no, but I think it's good. But it's like, yeah. you know, walk through for yourself, think through these steps and, and try to match in. And I know that's hard and reality might look totally different, but still try to do, to walk through that process step by step imagining what would happen what would you do if your house goes up in flames mm. what do you need to do and walk through that in your mind and write it down have a plan and if you do live in a fire prone let's say in a bushfire prone area like we do um you are always every year you know the the fire brigade they always encourage you to create a plan a fire plan, what to yep. do, and obviously and that involves yep. a lot more than photos, but photos are on the top of the list. Absolutely. Every time we talk to someone mm. and they say, oh, you know, I haven't organised my photos yet, but, you know, but yeah. if I ever had, a, you know, there was an, a, a fire, then mm. that would be the first thing I'd grab. Yeah. And so we know that that yeah. is is um you know a top priority for people so so as you can see it's it should really be the photo should be part of a bigger plan mm. for yep. your disaster plan where wherever you live whatever it might um you know you might be prone to um also that's a bit of an extra tip that doesn't have a lot to do maybe with photos but because these days everything is digital and on your computers and phones and ipads and what have you um I like to write out a checklist um, listing all your electronic devices and have a bag ready or a box ready so that in an emergency all you need is the checklist and go and grab all your electronics, throw them in mm. a bag and go. Yep. Um, because when we panic, you know, in an emergency, yeah. you, you, you can't just think, think straight. straight. So yep. checklist is a good thing yeah, to have. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. Yep, absolutely. That's a great um, idea. Um, yeah. And so on that plan, um, we'd be encouraging um, people to mm. put those items in a, a yeah. place that's easily yeah. accessible. Mm. I know that we've talked in our golden rules, obviously, about, you know, gathering everything together and we're creating a hub. Mm. But let's, you know, we're, we're focusing here on a situation. Yep, in an ideal world, that's all done. Yes. And you'll yeah. know where that is. <laughs> Um, but if that's not the case, then you yeah. are looking at just preparing for a, a you know, in, yeah. a, in a disaster or things. Yeah. This is definitely that step yes. and it's, it's really yeah. being aware of that. So yeah. some of the tips maybe as far as, you know, being able to transport those, some of those things. Yeah, so what I would do um, is to gather everything that you don't need on a daily basis. So not your phone, obviously, or your computer, because you, you use that all the time. But you probably don't use, um, you know, DVDs or um, old hard drives or your albums or your slides or photos that you haven't print uh scanned yet or something like that usb sticks you don't usually access these things every day so 
gather everything, box it up uh, so it's ready for you just to grab it and get it out. Yeah. Um, if you want to go a step further, you can, uh, again, I'm coming back to the bushfire prone area, you could box it up and store it in a safer place during summer. Yep. Now, that's got pros and cons because especially with things like photo albums, the idea of a photo album is not to be buried somewhere in a you storage unit. Yep. You want to yep. enjoy <laughs> it. But, look, that's, yeah, you got got to find your own, make your own decision about that. Yeah. And when you box things up, albums and photos, they get heavy really quickly. Mm. So... You want smaller boxes, not yeah. like massive, like, you know, 70-litre containers because they tend to become too heavy. And also it's easier to stack um, smaller boxes maybe in the boot of your car and that yeah. rather than huge, massive ones yeah, definitely. that you can't even carry alone. So uh, when you've got loose photos, make sure that, uh, ideally, you would store them upright so they stand in a box. Yeah. But and not too too loose, but not too tight either. So because you don't want them to sort of fall over and get bent. You know mm. what I mean. Um, again, that's where possibly fire or water resistant bags can come in or safety boxes. Yeah. There's a whole range of products out there. There are. Um, at one stage I found bags they would hold an A4 paper okay, and they were um, fire and water resistant not proof mm -hmm. so that's another thing resistant and waterproof is not the same thing and waterproof even that it's not going to hold up forever mm. it might hold up for a certain amount of hours and then it starts leaking so but it's better than nothing yes or, you know <laughs> so yes you might want to check out and, and ask Google <laughs> what's out there um, because that would be something, for example, to consider to store also an external hard driving. Yes. You know, to keep it a bit safer. Um, yeah. Fantastic. So, um, that, that's what I do to just box it up and then either keep it at home somewhere, as I mentioned before, ready to go close to the exit. Or you might have a bunker where you want to store yeah. it in or take it away from home. Personally, we've got a storage unit away from home because, and that's where I keep everything that's not digitized. Mm, because yet. you are living you know, in a fire prone specifically. Yeah yeah. 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 A little bit further yeah. away, from, you know, from or closer yeah. to the fire area than me. Yeah. And I'm still mm. working on digitizing everything. So whatever is not digitized yet, that seats in that away from home yeah um which is not great but you know it's, it's a story. step absolutely it's a step. and yeah. i think that's that's what we'd encourage you to do you know if listening um just you know you in an ideal world you know you'd have everything already backed up and cloud-based and everything yeah. digitized and yeah. but the reality is that you know that's not yeah. the case, even as photo organisers. We, we should do a, a uh, episode of Confessions of a Photo Organiser. That's true, that's true. <laughs> um, and uh, I know. 
those photo books, those beautiful. I do have some. I do yeah, have me some. Me too. Me too. But I've got my dream ones that I don't have yet. Yeah. It'll we happen. Do that. I know. I know. Let's do that. Um, so, but but definitely, you know, in an ideal world. So I think if there's um, even if there's just some of these tips that we can be helping you. To you know, to really just take some action and make some of those decisions, mm. um, which is good. But mm. yeah, in an ideal world, we'd all have them digital, <laughs> safe, and at a click of a button, they'd all just be back. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that it takes a lot of time yeah. it to takes get to time. that point. And, and also, so, you know, it's little details. That's why I'm thinking it's important to to really think uh, well about the plan because if you are someone who has tons of albums mm. that's not going to be realistic that when you need to run to fill you might have enough time to put it all into your car but maybe then your boot is full and you can't take anything else mm. and you will have other stuff to take yeah first of all people and pets <laughs> and then the photos and then you and might have other stuff of some you know? kind so or, yeah, it just... might be too much to take everything um so you might even have to make a decision and only pick what you think that's the absolutely that that's the absolute minimum i don't want to yeah. lose if i and, ever lost this you yeah, know box, be, box that yeah. up yeah yep um or get them scanned yeah. first you yes. know in that digital yeah. area yeah. and and have least. those priorities that might be Mm, you know something to consider yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and that'll be different for everyone depending on their situation and and their location and if they're in any you know an apartment Mm. style and they've you know their natural disaster is something like earthquakes Mm. and they're looking at you know they've they've got a um or tornadoes in you know in the states if they're looking at an area Mm. there that they know that they need Mm. to you know prepare and yeah 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 um so once so you know obviously in in all of our um dealings with mm. you know the fire brigade and the different um mm. sort of notifi- notifying people the notification process yeah, and informing yeah. others of plans and things like mm. that so what would you do in your case like as far mm. as if you do say you know someone said okay i'm going to now write down my disaster yeah. plan yeah. um what's that sort of step look like for you as far as in the informing of people yeah, look, I would say you just give a copy of that to someone you trust, another family member, friends, um, and not so much actually, I think, what you're going to do in the emergency, but mainly also information about what are you storing and where. Yes, okay. So that other people would know, oh, okay, you know, they've got a storage unit there and there, number so-and-so, so that they, in any, you know, in an emergency, they could possibly access it and know where to go and look for things. Yes. So it's not lost because, you know, yeah, if like, nobody knows, yeah. they're not going to find it. And even where the key, you know, where a yeah. spare key yeah. might be or yeah. something things like, like that. that. Mm. Yeah, so I would I would share that with some someone trusted, yeah, mm. yeah. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. and how they can access that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a really important step because, yeah. um, you know, and and the fact that we're talking about other mm. documents, and you know, we're going to go through that in yeah. a moment as yeah. to other things that you you know can include on as well mm. as the photos. 
um, but just a list of what's there mm. and, you know, you you just in, in a disaster there's so many mm. things that just, um, you know, take priority yeah. and yes. precedence yeah. over everything else and yeah. and these things, you know, oh, I wish I had that or I wish mm. I knew all the different, mm. it just, um, you yeah. know, that preparation yeah. can, yeah. it really can and it can be a relief I think from the emotional mm. side of things yes. yeah. dealing with that, yeah. you know, when you're in, I, the, in the thick of it. Look, even if if this is too much to prepare and to box things up and what have you, at the very minimum, I would say have at least a checklist so that you can grab and run through the house and gather you things that you want in an emergency mm. at the very least because... As we said before, the brain is not operating. It's like that one special thing that was a you know a family heirloom. It was a grandmother's something, and you know I know that there's a few things that um, you know it wouldn't mean anything to anybody else, but for to me, yeah, of course. And and you know what they are when you're when you're not under that pressure, you can list those things. You know, and you know where they are, even even if it's in a you know an unorganized way. You usually know you know the area and the like, you know roughly, Um, and that's fine if that works yeah. and so at yeah. least have that list with these things so Definitely. you can quickly go and grab them yeah mm. fantastic okay all right so then moving on to what we would say that plan b so let's think about <laughs> planning for the preparing for the worst but in an ideal world yeah. <laughs> so an ideal situation so if we knew what was coming rather than you know it just coming upon us but we had a bit of time to prepare. Mm. Um, what additional types of things would you um, would you consider? Well, we're talking about photos here, so ideally everything mm. would be digitized and backed up. Yes, <laughs> at all in times in an ideal world. <laughs> in an ideal world, yeah. and we all know very few people have that. Again, confessions of photo yeah, organizers. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't digitized everything either. So or not yet. <laughs> We're not getting yet. there. I know. It's it's a long process. So but ideally and as you can imagine, if you are at that point where you know everything I care for has been digitized, it's backed up, it's in the cloud, da 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 um then this might be enough. Mm. You know, so, okay. You know, I've got that peace of mind. Yep. Anything can happen. I've got it safe. It's mm. all there. You might still want to think whether there are a few albums maybe or printed photos or whatever that you would want to save. Mm. And then that what what we discussed before comes into um, play, of course. Um, so you can mix that up Um you might not worry about taking your computer when you need to run because yep. you know it's all back It's up. exactly. So that's yeah. a relief already. Mm. Um, yeah. But I think, I think yeah, hey, look, in an ideal world, it is the, the best yeah. um, foolproof way and we talk about yeah. our 3 two, one backup method yeah. so you yeah. know that you've got other copies off-site mm. or cloud storage yeah. and um, yeah. and so then yeah. you've got that peace of mind. So what are some of um, the other things that people, we could just give some ideas and um, yeah. things that, you know, are, are in addition to photos mm. to maybe look at? Yeah, in Sort of grabbing to, yeah. the obvious ones. Yeah. <laughs> Passport, <laughs> yes. you know, um, things that, you, yeah. you know, are just going to take time and money yeah. to, to reproduce yeah. um, in yeah. one of the 
good ones mm. that um, you know insurance policies, yes, phone numbers for those types of things to start yeah. to rebuild and things like that. But you've you've had some experience sort of in this other area, especially with documentation. So what's yeah. your experiences and so, other advice? Yeah, so look, it's mainly all the all the personal documents, as you said, the passport, the the birth certificates, divorce certificates, death certificates, all these things. Um, driver's license you know that's all the personal stuff then um, things to have about anything that that proves your assets like you know saving accounts on your Mm. bank and what have you Um, insurance is another category yep very important you know, bank account information in general, whether that's assets or debts, whatever, credit card information, passwords is a good one mm, to have uh, safe. Um, I mean, these days there is password apps, so you don't have to write them down somewhere. But yeah, it's it's good to ha- even if you use an app like that, um, that somebody trusted again um, has has your um, master password yeah, to, to, to access, access that. all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's not only having a scan of all these documents, which is great, but to actually also, you know, why not write it down in a document, what you have and where is the original stored. Mm. Um, th- that's very helpful. And again, that's something that you can easily pass on to trust a person that can mm. access that information if ever need to be, especially medical and legal information. Yeah, Medical is not to be underestimated because, you know, and that's not necessarily natural disaster now, but if you have an accident and you're unconscious in hospital, Mm. who can access your medical history maybe you're not in the hospital where your information is stored or maybe they can't access your usual doctor yeah and they might it might become really critical and can be life-saving if if someone access can access that that information absolutely so that's something to think about and to prepare for to to prepare Mm. for and i sort of it's you know, I think it should be dealt with the same way as you do with photos. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So let's um, let's go through a few of some of these um, best practice on what to do. So if someone's now mm. looking at um, saying, "Okay, I've been inspired to take some action," um, what are some of the um, the things? Some of the things that we've covered today. So we've definitely covered writing down the plan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a really important process um, and a step that we would say is a best mm-hmm. practice, in, you know, in this situation when you're mm-hmm. looking at um, at doing something and thinking about that natural disaster season um, or location that you might be in or, as we've talked about, not even a natural disaster but just a disaster mm-hmm. that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else, Chantel? Inform somebody you trust. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, they were also saying plan, plan enough time mm. to digitise. So if this is something that you're able to calmly think about, just even put together some steps. You know, you might it might take you six months or a year or, mm. you know, just something small and taking some steps. Um, just give yourself enough time to digitise, definitely. Mm. Again, that's where the priorities come in. Mm. Mm. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And... 
next time. Yeah, is... that's another one. Test your backups yeah. regularly. So you might run the backups. Hopefully mm. you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also good to to sometimes go back and check whether the backup is actually happening the way it should be yeah and maybe try to restore a file or two just to test that everything works as it should not that you know you've got a bad awakening one day Mm. when you rely on the backup and then you find that it didn't back up properly yeah so do and that's you know that's just best practice, practice for, for absolutely at any time yeah, yeah. and um, and of course our, one of our favorites is just do do it do it um, take action we really encourage you you know it, it really is um, being in this industry we, we just hear it we hear it unfortunately too often um, but we really just encourage you to to take some action pop a plan down and um, and do it. Mm. yeah I think we've covered everything we have I think so so thanks again for listening um thanks for um tuning in please reach out to us if there's something specific you know if there's something personal in a in a natural disaster that you've had an experience with you know um we'd love to uh, be able to help in any way but um please reach out we've got all our details in the show notes and thanks again Chantel thank you and thanks for listening bye for now see you We hope you have enjoyed this episode of DIY Photo Organising and found some inspiration, useful tips and strategies to support your photo projects. We'd love to invite you to pop over to our Facebook page, DIY Photo Organising, and we welcome your questions, feedback and any future topics that you'd like us to cover. If there is someone you'd love to share this with, please click on share to help others take control of their photos too. Remember, have a look through our show notes for links to helpful information. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply in Order Photo Organising. And remember, we believe in you and you can do this.